Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WTAW news time is five minutes after seven. It's 73 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by David's Jewelry and Coin Exchange. They buy, sell, and trade gold and silver, diamonds and jewelry, watches and collectible coins, and consistently pay the most. Learn more at davidsjewelryandcoins.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Another major road closure in College Station starts tomorrow. The city's capital projects director says this is the first of three total closures that Union Pacific Railroad is planning at Welburn and Rock Prairie Road. They're going to replace the tracks at this first one, and so they'll be working in the area during that full closure, but rail operations will only stop for eight hours at a time. They, they will not stop longer than that. Jennifer Kane says this closure of Welburn and Rock Prairie will last for two to three days. For the third time in the last 12 months, the College Station City Council talks about planting trees to reduce outdoor temperatures. There was no opposition during last Thursday's discussion to what is formally known as urban heat mitigation. City staff is proposing planting 7,200 trees during the next five years. Mayor Carl Mooney was the first to say that this is the time of year to start planting. I mean, we are coming into right now the prime time when you should be planting so the tree can, especially if it's the larger tree, so it can establish its root system. I mean, it's great for the saplings, too. The council is not settled on how to pay the estimated $4 million cost. Possibilities are raising utility fees, tapping parkland dedication money, and getting grants. Rainfall the two weeks before Labor Day was not enough for the cities of College Station and Bryan to remove voluntary requests to conserve water. College Station is still asking customers to not water between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. on any day and to limit irrigation watering during at other hours and at odd-numbered addresses, Wednesdays and Saturdays, and even-numbered addresses to Thursdays and Saturdays. Last Tuesday, Brazos County commissioners were told it was too late to return early voting for this November's election to Texas A&M's Memorial Student Center. But the request is on tomorrow's commission agenda. The request, which was made by Commissioner Steve Aldrich, provides no explanation. That item's followed on the agenda by setting next year's property tax rate, an item that Aldrich has skipped the last three meetings in opposition to the rate proposed by the commission majority. Tomorrow's county agenda also includes distributing more than $42 million in federal pandemic money to 14 projects and organizations and removing 30 projects and organizations from pandemic funding. Commissioners are also set to consider job descriptions for 57 county positions. Bill Oliver, 162094, 5 WTAW. A former Texas A&M professor admits in federal court to lying to the university and to NASA about his association with Chinese officials. As part of a plea agreement, Zhang Dongcheng will reimburse NASA almost $87,000 and pay a $20,000 fine. Chang will spend no more time in jail after serving 13 months following his arrest in 2020. A Texas A&M professor continues to monitor Russia's escalation in its war in Ukraine. John Schusler at the Bush School is paying attention to Vladimir Putin's threats of using nuclear weapons. They're more credible than any threats that were made before because Russia now appears to be losing momentum. Dr. Schusler says if the conventional war turns against Russia, that's when they would be tempted to brandish the nuclear option. 
WTAW news time is eight minutes after seven. It's 73 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by David's Jewelry and Coin Exchange. More news at 730 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW. Good morning. It is uh, 710. It's the Infomaniacs on this Monday morning. Thanks for being with us. We're in the WC Tractor Studio. Your local award-winning Kubota, New Holland dealer in Bryan and Navasota. And the weather is brought to you by Malik Heating and Air together with Carrier. Keep your cool when the temperatures rise. Front of the line service, $0 diagnostic and never an overtime charge for total protection plan members. Malik, feel the difference. A very quiet weather pattern during the next several days with high pressure and control. Sunny skies today, breezy. Temperatures in the lower 90s. Humidity will be lowering. Clear skies overnight. Temperatures fall to the lower 60s. Not a whole lot of wind. Bright and sunny Tuesday. Afternoon readings reach about 90. Clear, low 60s once again Tuesday night. Sunny 90 Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster. 1620-945-W. WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, we're talking football, football, and more football from high school, college, and the NFL. We'll also touch on a little Major League Baseball and some Aggie athletics in sports. There it goes. We head to October. Texas Renaissance Festival just around the corner, giving away four tickets today to some lucky listener. Our question is... How long have you stood in line and what for? Yeah, let us know. 979-695-1620. Do need your first and last name if you'd like to win. Somebody texted in and said they have stood in line for hours for Black Friday shopping deals. Oh, Didn't yeah. say exactly how long, but uh, somebody else texted in 45 minutes in line for a three-minute ride at an amusement park. That's yeah. not that's, that bad, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's, but that's the other interesting thing is, you know, what were you waiting for? How long did that take? You know, you don't you don't have to text that in, but um, somebody else said five hours to ride a roller coaster at Astro World. That's R.I.P. a really long line. Well, you know, the first one back in the day of uh, standing in line outside the stores on uh, that Black Friday uh-huh. thing, we'd always uh, we we would uh, task Tom Turbuville to drive by the Walmart over here, you <laughs> yeah, know, on right. the way to work, so he could report how many people were there before they would open up. I think at six o'clock on that Friday. And of course, that has changed and that's gone by the wayside. But there are still some uh, opportunity, and you know. That's the other thing. Amusement parks, that does come to mind. Uh, oh, to yeah. have done that. Um, this weekend, they opened an HEB in the Dallas area. And so it's one of the first in uh-huh. that area. And somebody sent me a post on social media, and the line was ridiculous. Man. Uh, Which is just so funny to me. I mean, Costco did the same thing here, they right? Did. Like, yes. Right. It's just, it, it, like, that grocery store is going to be there. I mean, remember when they opened up the Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. On oh, Welburn. Like, yeah. holy cow. Yeah. People? And then the Dutch Bros right, right after that. Yeah. I mean, I get that it's brand new and it's something that we haven't had for a while, but I <laughs> or mean, ever, but go, yeah. you know, you go to Boston and there's one every 50 feet. Yeah. So it's nuts. So someone else texted in and said they stood in line for six hours to see the original victory or death Travis letter at the Alamo. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Uh, somebody else said that they stood in line. <laughs> Over 15 minutes one time at a Walmart shelf checkout, but that's because the person in front of me didn't know what they were doing. But it was the only terminal that took cash, and so they had to wait. So that's a long time for to wait for self checkout. Uh, Somebody said three hours for a breakfast at a place in San Antonio. Man, Um, three hours—that's a long time for a meal. I had to wait at a breakfast place here the other day. Must be good. Must be good. Well, so so anyway, be sure and uh, share that with us. Uh, Kudos to uh, to Alex Miller and the folks at the Eagle. Yeah. 
we are newspaper stars. Yeah, we are. Or at least Man. one of us is. Yeah. One of us made the front of it. Uh, this the picture. It's Scott <laughs> hanging out in the studio. But you guys, oh yeah, but the artist, yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, Zach got to. He said, "Only if I can. Only if I can hold up the pickle. Only if I can." Well, yeah. I made them come back on a separate day because I was. <laughs> we all know who the real star is. They showed up for pictures, and I, I had no idea. And I was like, "I'm. You're not taking a picture of me right picture now." Picture day. That's yeah. right. Yeah, she got her unicorn in the picture too. So I know. I know. That so was. We got, uh, we got the pickle. Lovely. We got the unicorn. It's true radio people, right? Yeah. Like yeah. true radio people, right it, there. It's a magazine. Brass is 360. Uh, I think was in the Sunday paper, and it'll be around in, in the uh, in racks. And we've, the yeah, community. and we've reposted it to our social media. So if you're on Twitter or Facebook, you can find the link there. But anyway, they said very nice things. It just kind of some history because it is kind of cool that uh, uh, next month we'll uh, be having done this for a hundred years, which is you know kind Ooh, of unusual. That's yeah. wild. So, uh, anyhow, thanks. And guess to who's been here it. for most That's of them. Right. Good morning at seven sixteen. It's the uh, Infomaniacs on a Monday. Um, so uh, this is a pretty big day. Mm-hmm. Um, if I say to you, double asteroid redirection test, do you know what I'm talking about? Ooh, I did see something about this in an email newsletter I received. I, now they, I, I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, now wasn't there a movie with Clint Eastwood and Bruce Willis where they go up to? Uh, there's this asteroid no, that's no, coming. No, no, no. Clint oh. wasn't in that one. Oh, he was in okay. Space Cowboys. That's okay. Well, I'm Different confused. one. But the idea, the concept that there is an asteroid right. that's headed toward Earth, right? And they're going to have to do something that they can, you know, to... to Bounce this thing away or sure. something. What they right? did is they got a bunch of oil rig drillers to yeah. come in, and, and they were going to initially teach NASA how to do it. But why would you want to teach astronauts how to do it when you can do it yourself? Because sure. it's much easier to learn how to be an astronaut. Right, exactly. So today, uh, this is where you get to watch NASA have a spacecraft slam into an asteroid. A cosmic collision. Exactly. Science fiction enters the real world when DART launches this this thing that is supposed to uh, to hit the asteroid. And if, if they were going to do a commercial for it... Monday, Monday, Monday! <laughs> Get ready for high-power NASA thrusting, DART-crashing, asteroid-smashing action! It's the double asteroid redirect mission, better known as DART! Spacecraft versus Dimorphos! Watch all the action on the camera live stream, Draco! Don't miss the slamming, the trajectory changing, the total spacecraft destruction! $325 million gone, gone with one big Monday, Monday, Monday! That's today, live, 6 p.m. Eastern, be there! All right, wow, so, very uh, nice. And they okay. are. They apparently are going to have some video stream awesome. out there at 5 o'clock today to do this. So, so apparently the asteroid is is not headed our way. No, but this is no. all part of NASA's test to help develop a method to divert any asteroids in the future, obviously to avoid another uh, extinction, extinction like what happened 65 million years ago. Don't right. we have missiles? I mean, I, I guess missiles would fall off. They can't fly through space. Right. right? That's it. So that. And again, we used to talk about this. We would say, NASA, we're still relevant. I mean, that was what we called them on the show. Because they were, I mean, what had they done for us lately? Well, clearly they are upping their game. Mm -hmm. Clearly they are doing what they can to make us think about them now. Make NASA cool again. Exactly. Well, and that's the deal. I mean, you, yes, you say that, but that, that really is it. A lot of kids grew up wanting to be astronauts. Yeah, that's true. I, I wonder how much you hear that on the, what do you want to be when you grow up? Sure, yeah, that's true. 
And so as a result, that's what happened, and NASA went for a while, but it kind of lost its trajectory. And then we end up with stories like this. Apparently, we have dumped 16,000 pounds of trash on Mars. Did you know that? Oh. As humans have tried to explore the surface of Mars for over 50 years, according to the who even knew the United Nations had an office for outer space affairs? Of course they do. Okay, now if you're having affairs, that means you are interacting. Does that not? Isn't that what that would mean? Mm. If you know, if it's space uh, affairs, maybe you're in, just well, interacting you're with Earth. Okay, you're, yeah. you're up there. All right. So anyway, but uh, I would. Wouldn't you love to work there at the United Nations office for outer yeah, space definitely. affairs? Anyway, they top five. We. <laughs> We and we want to hear the other. What four do you later. want to do when you grow up? <laughs> right. I want to work for whatever <laughs> that, that is. Honestly, sounds like a pretty easy paycheck. Not gonna lie. We have spent, uh, we have sent eighteen human-made objects to Mars over fourteen separate missions, and many of these missions are still ongoing. But over the decades, we've just dumped a lot of debris. I mean, we have littered Mars. Well. <laughs> Who well, else is using it? Well, <laughs> Martians. You think Marvin the Martian's up there like, they keep leaving stuff on my front door? Who else is using it? Here's the deal. It crashes. Okay, and it's because you got to have a heat shield so that that protects the craft before it burns sure, up in the sure. atmosphere. you got to have a parachute so it has a soft landing. Then it's whatever that gunk is, that stuff, that hardware that uh-huh. you put down there. So it descends to Earth. Uh, no, to Mars, sorry. And... If it crashes on the ground, it breaks up into smaller pieces. And God, we know about those solar, what those Martian, uh, Martian winds that they have up right. there that are go hundreds of miles an hour. So that means that's scattering wind. that stuff all around. So it's like you threw your fast food trash bag out and it's just, you know, going across Mars <laughs> terrain. So, well, what's going to happen? Are we going to send a, a robot up there to pick it up? No, the United Nations just wants us to feel guilt over that. Oh, I'm, I don't oh, feel guilty. Yeah. I'm going to lose it's one not, bit It wasn't of my over. fault. Yeah, I didn't do it. But once again, yeah. who else is using it, right? 723 is the Infomaniacs on a Monday morning. We want to know what you have stood in line for for a long time and uh, how long it might have been. We're going to give away some tickets to... Uh, um, the uh, Renaissance Festival. Yeah, out. let us know nine seven nine six nine five sixteen twenty. A few people texted in about concerts. Uh, they said back when I was younger, but <laughs> yeah. somebody waited all night in line for tickets to uh, see the Doors. Oh, so, all right. Yeah, so let us know. Hey, this date nineteen sixty two. I just thought that television hit an all time low when the Beverly Hillbillies premiered. <laughs> Obviously, don't be a hater. We, I'm not. And then the Real fine. Housewives said, "Hold oh, my beer." Yeah, really. There's so many since then. This date nineteen sixty nine. Little album called Abbey Road was released oh, by the oh, Beatles. Yeah. That was okay. kind of a deal. Yep. And in two thousand six, Tyler Texas was put on the map. <laughs> Here's a story for I don't even Zach. I don't even if you uh, know this one. Seventy three year old used car salesman allegedly ended an argument with a customer by pulling out a machete and whacking the man's arm. Oh, oh my gosh. Yep. Robert Parker was arrested okay. on charges of aggravated assault after the uh, incident, according to the police. Gerald Davis was purchasing a car from Time Auto Sales and went back to the dealership to pick up his plates. The police said that Davis and Parker began arguing, and eventually Parker produced the machete that I guess was under his desk. Police say that they don't know exactly what the argument was all about. I do not recall that. All I know is after you said the name, Zach goes, oh, okay. Like, oh, I'm not related to that person. No, Uh, I was thinking maybe it was Jack King Jr. for a second. He's the big-time car dealer in Tyler. Speaking of cars, Ford Motor Company has delayed delivery of certain vehicles 
because it can't get the blue oval badges that say Ford for the front of the vehicle. Oh. I mean, if you think supply chain. You're talking about supply chain issues. Exactly. The company has uh, run into supply constraints with the brand name badges in the nameplates that specify the model. Can you imagine waiting on your vehicle because they can't get the little blue Ford oval on it? And the shortage is affecting Ford's popular F Series pickup trucks, they said. Mm -hmm. Can't they just ride it in with a Sharpie? Well, that's the thing. Executives for the company had considered to work around it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. They were going to do 3D printing of the insignias okay. until the permanent ones could be obtained, some of the people said, but they didn't feel that the printed substitutes yeah. would meet the standard that they had. I, I mean, I get it, because then you, I, I was even thinking, like, you know, you, you still give people the car and say, bring it back in. It's almost like a recall. But, right. but then if people don't bring it back in, you have a, a vehicle, you know, driving around that doesn't have your branding on right. it. And Ford wants that. Right, so, exactly. Now, actually, this is what they They've done, Ford said uh, last week they expect forty to 50,000 vehicles will be in inventory at the end of the third quarter that couldn't be shipped because they were waiting for needed parts. Oh, now, okay. Now, the nameplates, I mean, but that illustrates just how simplistic this situation has become. I mean, because when you come to supply chain, you're thinking computer chips, right? I was right? going to say, exactly. And that, that is the part of it. The technology aspect of it. Now, it is interesting what the car industry has done about that. Because of the computer ship shortage, uh, shortage that they've had, what they're doing is they're going ahead and building the vehicles, and they're just leaving those out. And so they've got the they've got trucks sitting at airport lots and in holding pens all over the South and the Midwest waiting for those chips so that then all they have to do is the workers go out, plug the chips in, and they're ready to put those vehicles on the market. Are we going to start manufacturing chips, more chips in the U.S.? Well, Isn't I that think, a thing yeah, they're, that the they're, president they're, they're trying to do. GM said that they've got nearly 100,000 incomplete cars that they're just waiting for the computer chips so they can plug those in and get going with don't, it. Don't you think that... I don't know, manufacturers, the dealers would learn how to make those chips? No, 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 no. You can't do that. No, no. That's just that that is that process is so high tech. When okay. you yeah, go look up just go look up a video of what it takes to because you have to have clean rooms to build these things in. And the chips that come on they look like a I don't know. Yeah, a CD you gotta disc do it at a different facility. You do you gotta have a computer driven yeah. machine to do it. It's an it's an amazing technology. And again, it gets to be higher and higher level as they as they move through technology. But uh, the deal that you, you'll get your here's your vehicle and we'll if you'll come back on next Wednesday we'll have the plate for you that we can install it but that's, that's just kind of the weird stuff that's going on out mm. there right now. WTAW news time is 7:32. It is 72 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by West Webb All Britain and Gentry Law Firm, the experienced legal team for the things you value most. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Tomorrow's Brazos County Commission agenda includes a proposal to spend more than $42 million in federal pandemic grant money. The money is proposed to go towards 14 projects and organizations. $25 million would go to a new medical examiner's office. There's more than $9 million to renovate the former Brian ISD administration building. There's $2 million towards a county-owned, multi-purpose community recreation center. There's $2 million towards the building campaign of the nonprofit organization Unlimited Potential, which would house and train young adults aging out of the foster care system. There's $1.5 million to renovate the north wing of the county administration building and $1.5 million to replace HVAC and air purification systems. There's also $500,000 for Meals on Wheels and $250,000 for housing assistance to the Brazos Valley Area Agency on Aging. The agenda also includes removing 30 projects and organizations from pandemic grant funding. That includes 15 road and bridge projects, 
paying for extending broadband to the entire county and building a new 911 and emergency operations center. Bill Oliver, 1620-945-WTAW. The College Station City Council is interested in planting 7,200 trees during the next five years, and it's possible that the $4 million cost could be added to utility bills. It's the third time in the last 12 months that there has been a discussion on Councilman John Crompton's idea, which is formerly known as urban heat mitigation, which is a plan to drop ground-level temperatures by six degrees. The key to this is you go big or you go home. My hope is that before we get to five years, we'll double the scale of this thing because I think that's the way that we're going to make a real impact on it. Crompton had two funding ideas, adding a fee to utility bills and recruiting a venture capitalist who would make money issuing bonds on the environmental project. Now, this was a big outfit out of New York. What they do is they go around looking for environmental projects and looking at the savings that are resulted from those environmental projects and uses their debt return, their annual cash flow, to service those bonds, those savings. Another possible option to pay for planting trees in College Station Parks, rights of way and residential neighborhoods is city parkland money in grants. The city of College Station joins the city of Bryan in continuing to request continued observance of voluntary watering guidelines. College Station water customers used 21 million gallons on August 18th, which was the day before the start of that brief rainy period. Consumption in College Station dropped to 14 million on the Friday before Labor Day. Demand has increased in the last two weeks in College Station, topping at 21 million gallons last Thursday. College Station's voluntary conservation request is to not irrigate any day between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. The city requests irrigation be restricted to two days a week at odd-numbered addresses on Wednesdays and Saturdays and at even-numbered addresses on Thursdays and Saturdays. Union Pacific Railroad has notified the city of College Station that the first of three total closures of the intersection at Welburn and Rock Prairie starts tomorrow. And one thing I will caveat, the railroad has not fully confirmed that. That's the date that they've given us. The city of College Station's Capital Projects Director Jennifer Kane says they have a pretty good relationship with the railroad. But unfortunately, just based on the scheduling and all the work they do all over, it's just hard to get them to confirm certain dates. Kane says the first total closure at Welburn and Rock Prairie is expected to last two to three days. Brazos County Sheriff's investigators spent last Friday afternoon at a construction site with a cadaver dog. News releases stated they responded to a report at an undisclosed location of what was described as suspicious loose dirt in a field. While the cadaver dog alerted investigators to possible human remains, none were found. The FBI and the Texas A&M system announce a former professor at the flagship campus has entered a plea agreement to federal charges. According to an A&M system news release, authorities had accused Zheng Dong Cheng, who conducted research for NASA while at Texas A&M, of hiding his connections to a so-called talent program of the Chinese government that sought to take research from American institutions and use it to advance military and other programs in China. The plea agreement allowed Cheng to be released from jail after serving 13 months following his arrest. Chang will pay a $20,000 fine and reimburse NASA almost $87,000. A professor at Texas A&M's Bush School says Russian President Vladimir Putin's thinly veiled threats of using nuclear weapons against Ukraine is something that cannot be discounted. If the war turns against them conventionally, that's when they would be tempted to brandish the nuclear threat. And that appears to be happening here. Dr. John Schusler says if we see the U.S. ramping up activity in that part of the world, then it's time to take the threat more seriously. 
WTAW news time is 737. It's 72 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by West Webb, All Britain and Gentry. More news at the top of the hour. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 945WTAW. Good morning, 739. It's the Infomaniacs on a Monday morning. We're glad you're with us. We're in the WC Tractor Studio, your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer in Bryan and Navasota. Weather is brought to you by Malik Heating and Air. Together with Carrier, keep your cool when the temperatures rise. Front-of-the-line service, zero-dollar diagnostic, and never an overtime charge. For Total Protection Plan members, Malik, feel the difference. A very quiet weather pattern during the next several days with high pressure and control. Sunny skies today, breezy. Temperatures in the lower 90s. Humidity will be lowering. Clear skies overnight. Temperatures fall to the lower 60s. Not a whole lot of wind. Bright and sunny Tuesday. Afternoon readings reach about 90. Clear, low 60s once again Tuesday night, sunny 90 Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945-WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, some results from the high school football weekend that was, as well as Texas A&M football getting a big win on Saturday. We'll also touch on some other Aggie athletics, volleyball, women's soccer, golf, and action in sports. There you go. Kudos to uh, the Eagle. Our Brazos, their Brazos 360 magazine for fall 2022 features our radio station being 100 years old next month. Oh, we're so old. We are. Anyway, a little bit of story about us, a little history if you don't uh, don't know it and uh, how we kind of progressed from this little country music radio station in a mobile home park to where we are now. So someone texted in and said it was kind of surreal to see y'all's pictures after I've been listening to you for so many years and having no idea what any of y'all look like. Interesting. Okay. And it also let out the see Not that it's a secret, but we work in separate rooms and you right. know, yep. folks know that, but a lot of folks uh, might not as well. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we, don't, we, you know, we don't see each other. We don't like each other. And so we're no. just going to oh, do this right. show. No. Yeah. But it, it, we it see is. each other in the hallway going, yep. who are you again? Yeah, it's a little I don't even talk to y'all. Yeah, no. that's exactly right. Yeah. Hey, listen, we're giving away uh, four tickets to the Texas Renaissance Festival. Good any weekend. They'll be starting next month. Our question to you, how long have you stood in line and what was it for? Yeah, let us know. 979-695-1620. If you want to win the RenFest tickets, we do need your first and last name. Uh, some of you have, have waited in line quite a while for different rides at amusement parks. Uh, somebody waited three hours for a water slide at Schlitterbahn. Uh, somebody else. Uh, we've also gotten, and this one's kind of fun because this doesn't happen anymore, but the movie lines. Yeah. So huh. people waiting, you know, for big opening movie nights, right. you know, four or five hours for a night, but to make sure you got good seating yep. because you can't, you know, you couldn't reserve seats like you can now. Um, things like that. So that's kind of fun. And then, of course, some people have waited in line for barbecue and other food uh, food places. So, yeah, let us know. We'd uh, we'd love to hear what you've waited in line real, for. Real quick, talking about reserving. It, do you remember when people would reserve their friends seats at the movie theaters? Did y'all ever run into that at all? You're not reserve isn't the right word. You're saying like people just would like save their friends' seats and yeah. hold them. Is that not called a reserve? Okay, well, but Anyways. you're already in the you're already in the uh, venue at that point. Is that right? Right. Yeah. No, right. Supposed to just and people people sit there. They put their purse oh. or their bag mm-hmm. or whatever in these other seats, and they say, "Oh, I'm sorry, that's reserved for yeah. my friend." Yeah, it still happens today. It's just mm-hmm. so you know the amusement park. So one time uh, I had my kiddo, uh, one of my kiddos. We went to uh, Disney World, and he wanted to go to the Back to the Future ride. So we stood in line eh, for a while to get into the park, to be there the first. 
and then we rode the ride, and then he wanted to run back and get back in line to do it oh. again. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that did y'all do it? Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, but it was early, and I don't know, it was midweek or something like that. I don't know how that was able to happen uh, necessarily. All right, we continue the uh, saga of uh, Chelsea Reaver side gigs. Oh, yes, yes. The side hustles. There's, there's quite a few. Yes, there uh, are. And I started one actually last year, but it finally premieres tonight. So I am hosting a show called Texas A&M Today on KAMU, oh, okay. which is our uh, you know local PBS station right. and uh, associated with the university, but it's uh, it's a really cool deal. We've got six episodes that are airing this fall, and it's a thirty minute show. And basically, we highlight history and art and research, all sorts of things that are going on at the university, okay. um, or gone on because some of the stuff is historical and it's right. about the past. But I will tell y'all, I grew up here, I went to school at Texas A and M, and. Everything we have covered, I had no idea about. Oh, cool. Um, so, which, you know, I don't know if that says something about me, but the, no, the idea... No, it says something about all the stuff that goes on exactly, there. Exactly, sure. exactly. There's so many things that, that go on that you just don't know about well, because it's, yeah, if you're not involved in that particular college or you just didn't know that particular story. So, yeah, so it's really cool. It airs tonight at 9 p.m. Oh, um, wow. The episode, my mom You'll be goes, asleep. My mom goes, do you want to watch it like all together? And I was like... No, I'm going to be in bed. <laughs> and you already know I've what's already on there. I've already seen it. Right. Yeah, and I, I've seen the first episode. It's it's really cool. So if you if you want to tune in, that's tonight at 9. Um, it will re-air on Saturday at 6. Okay. And then a new episode will re-air in two weeks. So okay. every two weeks you'll get a new episode, plenty of time to see it. And uh, yeah, so it should be a lot of fun tonight. Or in tonight's episode, I sit down with Athletic director Ross Bjork and do a one-on-one conversation with him as well. Cool. So right. so now, you know, whenever we have an athletic uh, contest with somebody, mm-hmm. there are game notes that are sent out right. so that we can act like we know what we're talking about because <laughs> if we're going to need to broadcast or talk about those Sure, things. especially helpful for, like, I, I broadcast SEC Network Volleyball for Texas A&M, but obviously they play a, another team, and I don't know as much about those teams. So the game notes are, are really helpful for broadcasters. And so this weekend, A&M Volleyball played Tennessee. And so Tennessee, their their sports information director, their SID, he sent out their notes a couple of days ahead of time. So we had stats and storylines and all of those things. So I'm looking through the game notes, and I find this section and it's titled, If It Weren't for Tennessee, Texas Would Be North Mexico. And it goes on to to describe the bullet points, obviously discuss the Tennessee volunteers and how before the Alamo fell, there were 33 Tennesseans, the largest number of defenders provided by any state and nearly four times as many as from Texas, kept Mexican General Santa Ana's overwhelming army at bay for 13 days against unbelievable odds. (sighs) And it goes on to give this history lesson. And I'm just thinking... First of all, we're not using this in the broadcast. No, no. Like, we're Texans, and, and and thank you for your help, but this has nothing to do with Tennessee volleyball. So we actually got a chance to talk to the SID before the match, uh-huh. and we kind of, you know, poked at him a little bit about this section in his notes, and he said, well, you know, my football SID, like the head football SID, he puts that in the notes Every single time we play a team from Texas, whether it's Baylor or Texas or Tech or A&M, he goes, so I decided to use it 
in my notes and, and he was really proud of me. And okay. I was like, oh, okay, so you're just brown nosing your boss. That's it, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. I, I thought that was interesting. And if I recall correctly, really, volunteers had to do with their service in the Civil War. Okay. It didn't gotcha. have to do with the it Alamo. Did, yeah, it so, doesn't say, but then it, yeah. it says, you know, the crucial days the volunteers slowed down the Mexican army, gave another Tennessean, Sam Houston, enough time to gallop through Texas, raising an army to defend what would become the Lone Star State. And, but I'm like, it would be North Mexico. Mexico without really? you guys. Like, come on, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, I mean, at that time it was, but yeah. I mean, you could always come back with, did you know that all of those folks left your state to meet what they assumed would be sudden death? They would rather die in Texas <laughs> than live in Good morning, sports fans. I'm Zach Taylor. Your morning sports update on 1620-945-WTAW. This sports update is brought to you by Destination Brian. Your legendary staycation is right here at home in Bryan, Texas, including one-of-a-kind restaurants and nationally recognized museums. Visit DestinationBrian.com for more information at 751. Some quick high school football results from over the weekend. Anum Consolidated outslugged Georgetown. Brian fell to Temple and College Station rolled past Leander. Rudder was in action Saturday where it couldn't get past Lamar Consolidated in overtime. Now for the private schools, Allen Academy blew past St. Francis Episcopal. Brazos Christian was undone by Bay Area Christian. St. Joe's was edged by Brazosport Christian and BV Chia couldn't overcome Fort Bend Chargers homeschool. In the college game, an instant classic Saturday in Arlington as 23rd-ranked Texas A&M edged 10th-ranked Arkansas 23-21. The Aggies overcame an early 14-0 deficit by scoring 23 unanswered points and then held off a late Razorbacks rally, Coach Jimbo Fisher. It was a heck of a game. They got a good team. We by far not close to where we need to be. Have to fix the self-inflicted wounds. Got to clean things up. Got to get better. But you know, we've beaten two good football teams, not playing very well at the top of our game, but playing well at times and still competing and making plays when we had to. And uh, that's very encouraging. Now we just got to get, get getting things fixed and, and grind on it. So we're a work in progress for what we have to do. We got to keep grinding, but very proud of the group guys we have. Aggie running back Devon A. Chain ran for 159 yards and a touchdown, and Tyreek Chappelle and Damani Richardson combined for a 98-yard scoop and score. Now, the win did come at a price as senior wide receiver Anaya Smith suffered a possible season-ending leg injury. Fisher is expected to have more information on Smith today when he takes the podium for media day. Tune in at 2 o'clock on Zone 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. Time for a sneak peek at the SEC, brought to you by T-Mobile. Georgia remains number one in this week's AP poll, followed by Alabama at number two. Kentucky comes in at seven, Tennessee at eight, Ole Miss at 14, and the Aggies at 17. Arkansas drops to number 20. And that's been your SEC sneak peek, brought to you by T-Mobile, the official 5G sponsor of the SEC. Texas A&M women's soccer is still in search of its first SEC win of the year after falling to number six Alabama yesterday, 3-0. Meanwhile, Aggie Volleyball split a two-match series with Tennessee over the weekend, getting the better of the Lady Vols Saturday before getting swept yesterday. Number 17, men's golf is in fifth place following day one of the SEC match play in Alabama. Junior Daniel Rodriguez is just three strokes off the individual lead following the first two rounds. Teams will play 18 holes today with match play coming tomorrow. Another week, another tough loss for the Houston Texans as they fell to the Chicago Bears yesterday 23-20. Coach Levy Smith. You know, defensively, we can talk the rest of the day about just what we didn't do with it, except take the ball away a few times. And offensively, the same thing. You know, can't turn the ball over. Can't. You definitely can't have a turnover in the end zone. And uh, that really hurt us. Of course, the last one did too. But Damon Pierce is always going to do some good things that we like. But overall, offensively, can sustain enough drives.
Now, as you heard Smith mention, Houston was bitten by the turnover bug, with Davis Mills getting intercepted twice with the loss. They fall to 0-2-1 on the year. Now, the Dallas Cowboys are in action this evening, paying a visit to the New York Giants for Monday Night Football. Kickoff is at 7-15 on ESPN. And out on the diamond, the Houston Astros busted out for four runs in the top of the 11th to down the Baltimore Orioles yesterday, 6-3. The Texas Rangers were swept by the AL Central champion Cleveland Guardians, 10-4. And that's been your morning sports update, brought to you by Destination Brian on 1620-945-WTAW. I'm Zach Taylor. A couple of minutes till Infomaniacs on a Monday morning. We're glad you're with us. You know, it's going to be nice weather this week. Today's the warmest day of the week with a high of about 92. And then we're going to have lows, I don't know, actually in the middle 50s as we wander through the week. So uh, enjoy that. In the I meantime, the humidity levels too. Yeah, That's what we really like is. to see low. Uh, in the next half hour, we'll remind you of the Big Tech's uh, best award when it comes to food because the State Fair at Texas mm. is about to open up. But in the meantime, it's almost time to choose the fattest bear in that national park up in Alaska. Oh, yeah. Brown bears get fat to survive, and Fat Bear Week is an annual tournament celebrating their success in preparing. Success in preparing for hibernation. Yep. When you start packing on the pounds and your buddies start kind of hammering you on that, say, (laughs) hey, I'm just preparing for the winter. That's what I'm doing. Anyway. My uh, winter coat. Yep. New this year. Voting on Junior Fat Bears. In fact, the bracket for Fat Bear Junior will be unveiled today, and voting will begin on (laughs) Thursday. Okay. Voting will take place at explore.org's Fat Bear Week website. So don't be shaming them. Mm. Just get ready to go. The bracket will be revealed, I think, October the 3rd. So I talked about this on the show before. The documentary Grizzly Man, which Werner Herzog did, Mm -hmm. is about bear enthusiast Timothy Treadwell, and he was uh, tragically met his demise in this park. By, okay. By hopefully not one of these bears. I oh, think they ended okay. Up getting rid it was of this them, one. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Katmai National Park. Yep. All right. We'll look forward to that. In, in, in the meantime, uh, by the way, in, um, a vegetable preference test. We'll have the results of that in the next half hour. Uh, America now has more people who speak Spanish than Spain. Wow. The only country in the world with more Spanish speakers than us is Mexico. Hmm. Okay. Uh, this may surprise you. In 1830, the average U.S. American drank three times more alcohol than they do today. Three oh, times wow. more alcohol. Okay. More than 36 million U.S. American adults cannot read above the third grade mm. level. That's sad. Yeah. And we've told you that before, but we'll remind you it's impossible to buy a flight to Delaware. Really? Frontier Airlines used to go to Wilmington's Newcastle Airport. They dropped the route in June. So now Delaware is the one state in U.S. America where you have to fly in by private plane. Hit your ride with the press. There you go. WTAW, College Station, Brian. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.